This is Kevin Pruitt catching back up with my friend Evan Kubasek after six long months. Not like we haven't talked in that time, but uh, Evan, yeah. thanks for joining us tonight. Avoid each other. Try to avoid each other as much as possible. We didn't have any any conferences or anything that we we could sit in the back and heckle the speaker. Absolutely. Uh, it's just good to catch up with you, and I appreciate you taking a little time tonight just to just to kind of give us a little quick recap from the last six months. So. Tell us uh, what's happened. What are the big rocks that have that have moved in the last six months? Well, let's see. When so when was our actual call? I forgot the date. Was that? I it was uh, late January. Late January. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my uh, my you know my income streams vary in a lot of different roles. So I think uh, in that season I just kicked off a new full time contract with another university locally, or a lot closer. Um, so that's. That was in full swing. That was great. I got to teach some sales classes, which I've never really done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they shouldn't have trusted me to teach sales. <laughs> I did, and it was a, it was it was fun to be able to, to get into that. You know, things that I've experienced in you know in the professional realm to some degree, um, but to be on the teaching side of it, you always learn so much. Oh, um, absolutely. Especially teaching, and you're not you know. So I always I always learn a ton having to be in that role to stand there, act like I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and uh, to get students to respond and so particularly now um you know i think probably in our in our day you know and you're you're leaps and bounds older than i am but in <laughs> i just hit pause so and rewind the, now <laughs> okay so like you know the 8 a.m college classes that we dreaded in college that is now 9 30 it's no longer eight <laughs> o'clock it's you know if a kid has a 9 30 class you expect zero engagement from them whatsoever your hope that they're awake. So I had a 9.30 sales class this past semester. 9.30 From, is the new eight, huh? 9.30 is the new eight, <laughs> and wow, it was, it was rough to get them going. But that was fun. I got to do back at some entrepreneurship classes again, which is always fun. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, outside of the teaching realm, uh, anything particularly new? I, was, I mean, I was actually teaching that. I was teaching that, and I was also teaching three classes online for another university. I technically had seven college courses. Um, that I was teaching in the spring semester. So it's about how I can manage. Wow. Uh, in addition to four children and and yeah, yeah, that was that was about was about as much as I had going on. And uh so really not a whole lot outside of that. It was really just really hands on teaching a lot. You didn't have um, any time outside of that. No, not so much. Um now this summer I've I've re engaged I was I was kind of involved with some consulting, kind of embedded myself in a a local company that does kind of office technology, mostly copy machines, everything that they do. So I'm embedded in there, deep in kind of operations. I've kind of been a, an interim COO, director of operations to some degree. But mostly it's been more on the CFO side. It's been looking at their accounts payable and receivables. And, um, you know, things that just make people full of joy. Reconciling. <laughs> Reading balance sheets. Balance sheets and you know and invoices and payments and all that kind of stuff, but it's um, you know it's a necessary thing to have to get done. So that's been it's been great to be operational, and I, I love I love that ability to go from classroom to hands on. I've done a couple workshops this summer already, some entrepreneurship workshops. With yep. teenagers. We've got a communication one here on Friday. They'll be speaking at. So I just love writing. You know, got the you know firefighting. Got to go to Aspire College this summer. And um, meet the you know the actors from Chicago Fire were out the training with us. Wow! Like a live fire with us, and that's a rescue dummy. 
So, I mean, I love that I get to wear all these different hats. You know, I'm a township professor. I do uh, other things as well. It's rural. I mean, it's rural life, too. So, you get to yeah. kind of jack, jack of all, all Absolutely, jack of all trades. I mean, if, if I call you in six more months, you're probably going to be a, like an astronaut and a brain surgeon. I hope so. Maybe not the surgery because I got <laughs> in, a little in the bit rural of areas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the no, mayor. I, I've always, That's right. always enjoyed that variety. And the mayor. Well, let me I ask you. I contemplated a county board run. <laughs> is there, and we were talking a little bit offline before we, before we hit the recorder button, but uh, yeah. is there one big change from your business that, that or, or business side of things that you were doing in January that you're not currently doing? Or did you add something other than the, the teaching load, specifically maybe to you related to your coaching or... Yeah, I've, I've picked up, I think I've, I've decreased the amount of life coaching and I've stepped up more in the area of kind of business consulting, uh, specifically more in what's referred to, it's got a, a plethora of names, but um, kind of a business transformation, business transmissions, more right. in, that, in that area. So working with uh, at least one client fairly regularly uh, based out of North Africa, um, they're kind of in a position where it's sales and marketing. So mm-hmm. It, it, you know, I mirrored a lot what I was teaching, which is great to be able to hands on in that area. And then um, potentially have another trip coming up here in August to head overseas and kind of catch up with another business overseas. I think that's, that's probably the thing that, which is what I love, you know, which I, I, I love of that a lot, you know, to do that, to be able to, um, yeah, just to, to sit in, you know, to be a part of the action. Sure. I think that's, I think if you ask most entrepreneurs, I, so I remember, I remember we had an investor in one of the companies I worked with previously and he was, you know, he was jealous because, you know, he'd cashed out and he was in this position where he was no longer operational. Mm-hmm. And I remember him sitting around the table and we had this like huge burden in front of us, like this epic thing we had to try to accomplish. And he was like, I'm so excited. I'm so jealous. Like, I wish I could like, this is the time of your life. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's kind of like that 30 year old guy still wearing racers, you know, talking to the kids about his high school career. Yeah. I wish, I think, you know, entrepreneurs that reach that level, I think that's why serial entrepreneurs exist because it's just such a, it's so much fun to be neck deep in problems. Yep. At the time, it doesn't feel like it, but when you're out of it, um, it's like athletes. It's like, like professional athletes, you know, when they, when their career runs, you know, hits the twilight of their career, they, they're like, you know, I, I'll do anything. I'll, I'll just to, to stay in the game, and and often they they stay in the game too long. But uh, it yeah. is, uh, it's exactly it's it's not the it's not really the the pursuit as much as it's the journey, you know, because that's that's just the way that you know entrepreneurs are just wired that way. That's just how they're created, and mm-hmm. and I mean, there's something innate built into them to to cause them to to enjoy even kind of the risk you know, that's involved with, oh, absolutely. with it, absolutely. you know, so it's just fun to watch. But so I want to ask you, so I, I did a little peek back at the notes from the first time we talked and there were, there were a couple of things. I mean, you know, as we get to the end of the episodes, no, no, I, I think I, we need to just come back and check right. on. So you said this, yeah, I, yeah, point <laughs> of you, order. Did you not? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Would you, can, can you confirm or deny? Yeah. So I mean, one of the things you mentioned, and I really like this, but you said your life quote at that time was was live in the tension. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like to me that you, you you moved very far away from that. So would you still say that's that's pretty close to 
to uh, kind of if you have a life mantra or whatever to I mean, and maybe it was like learn to live in the tr- in yeah, the tension, actually, you know. It actually um, that came up last night in a conversation we are we are we're part of like you know kind of a small group, a group of other uh, couples and families that gets together on a regular basis, and um, that came up last night. I think um, you know not everyone not everyone obviously not everyone that's interested in startups or. That's that's particular, I would say, vein that I'm in is um, taking my my faith and taking the things that I believe in, and other people that also have that same passion for uh, for the God of the Bible, the relationship with Jesus, and saying, you know, there's things that He taught that I want to try to put into my business practices, mm. and knowing how to do that is that's the multi-million dollar question. Now, unfortunately, people won't pay me millions of dollars to help them <laughs> do that. I wish they would. <laughs> But really, that is that's 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 a great challenge and struggle, and that's the challenge I love the most. Um, but for me, whether it's business or whether it's, it doesn't matter what genre it is, I think it's impossible to be one thing all the time and really truly honor the teachings that Jesus provided mm. for people to live out, because He never did anything the same way twice yeah. ever. And you'd always try to say, like, well, he's this, and he'd do the total opposite. Or, like, no, he's literally like this. And he was, you know, he's always kind of pushing the boundaries and living in this, like, was he all love? Like, absolutely. He was very loving. Was he, was he hardcore? You better believe it. When someone busts out a whip and starts beating people, like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's not the definition of love that we would see put on the news today. So I would say that, that aspect of being able to really dive in and look at a situation and look at it from that 40,000 foot view mm. and say, what are we really trying to accomplish here? Yep. And that's the thing that I, I love to do the most. And I think as an outsider, you know, as a consultant or as a coach, I get to step into a situation and be like, everyone's got their point of view and probably everyone is right to some degree and everyone's wrong to some degree. Like, so, so yep. we need to figure out exactly what are we trying to accomplish and what needs to happen right now. Right. And this mean this is where we're always going to be. But in this season, this is how we need to be now. And we won't always be this way, but this is what has to happen to get us to that next stage, as long as we've got that end goal in mind. So, yep. absolutely. Try and, and try doing the thing. Yeah, just doing the thing in front of you. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the, the next step that's in front of you, knowing that, you know, we, we are looking kind of through a glass dimly, you know, right now. And, and uh, so, yeah, that's that. I, I love the way that you, you kind of unpack that and, um, so let me circle back with with something else that you mentioned that that uh, I'm really interested to to hear your take six months later. But the uh, you know we always ask what advice would you have given your your kind of earlier stage self? And you one thing that I wrote down you said acquire a skill or or be excellent at a trade. Yeah. So unpack that just a, just a little bit. I mean, is that still um, you know where does that fit in your in your continuum. I'll, I'll quote one of my, so I have an online class this summer that I just wrapped up. It was a management class for non-business majors. So I've had like construction people, some health administrative people, um, engineering students, a whole mix of kind of majors in there. And I have one, uh, one student in particular, he's a full-time engineer for a manufacturing facility in the area. And he talked about, you know, you know I'm, I'm in here now, but now I find myself I'm not doing anything that's engineering related. I'm working with people all yep. the time and it's way harder, you know, than, <laughs> than working on a, a, a process or a system or diagramming something. 
And I think so that that is a risk. But I think people that so the challenge is, is like if you love working with people like I do, I, I love that aspect of things. And I, I'm not I don't care about the engineering. I, I'm like, it's interesting. And I could do it for a couple hours. Yeah, it's not something I want to spend weeks on. You know, I, I get a, I get a quick overview and I understand things on a broad level very quickly. But I don't want to sit there and, and you know, optimize the process for that long. But the problem is, is that until you're really good at something, you don't get the buy-in to be able to get entrance to an organization mm. to be able to work on its culture or its DNA. Yep. You have to be good at. You have to earn your. You have to earn your place. So you can learn. You, you can do that in a lot of different ways. You know, it doesn't matter. It can be the. We have people doing the dumbest things nowadays. People watch this video for three minutes long because someone did something really cool at the start. And then all of a sudden they're giving you life advice. Exactly. Like, this guy, you know, you know, so it's, it's, it's an odd, I don't know what that principle is. I've never heard anyone like define it necessarily, yep. but what if it's just the expert principle, whatever it is, you know, we listen to, you know, we listen to a former NBA player give us budgeted advice. Like what in the world does this person really yep. know? About this or health advice. He's got a platform. He's got he's got an audience. Yeah, for sure. But that doesn't come until there's something that they they've truly become proficient. Right, right. So that's that thing, you know. So I I think if there's anyone that's kind of been like me, where you know you're interested in all these different things, and you're not really really particularly interested in one, just suck it up and and become good at something. Yep. And allow that to kind of set the stage for some other things to get involved in. And you're not locked in for life. I mean. No, not at all. But how many not people are graduating from university now with, with uh, you know, I, I'm not picking on any particular degree, but a, a liberal arts degree that virtually prepares you for nothing, you know, the, in the next there's step, even, other than the fact well, you just even, finish, you know? Yeah, there's even more technical degrees now that it mm. becomes so watered down and the entrance to them and the acceptance rates that become so watered down yeah. that... I mean, the the reality is, is employment is that if you don't have certifications and experience, yeah, it's did, hard to do. I can care less. Like there's the people that I've hired in the past, you know, it was just kind of like you have a bachelor's check, you know, mm-hmm. which is that that's what's become a check mark. It's, you yeah. know, a four year long check mark that costs so much. Yep, is is crazy. Yep. you know, so I'm a, I'm a I'm a part of that industry. I'm 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 drinking the milk off of it for sure. But yeah, but it's evolving you know, too. I mean, the industry itself is—it has to change. I mean, even with—I yeah. mean, I, there's this this guy that's you know talks about hacking your life, and he's created this thing called Uncollege. You know that I mean, if if you've read anything on even even you know hacking their skills and education together through Khan Academy and through YouTube and through courses online and things like that. So it is. It's it's really a almost a combination of what you just described of acquiring a skill through hacking it together, you know. So yeah. they they can actually they're they're proficient at something because they've actually gone out and tried to learn that skill, like like you outlined. So let me let me wrap up this this uh, chat this kind of recap here, and I'm gonna I'm throwing you a curve here because this is a new question I literally just thought of as, yeah, as you were talking. Been so boring. No, been not at all. <laughs> Here's the. Here is the here's the wrap up question because and I'm I'm gonna draw on your your uh you're one of the one of the guests that, that I invited to the show that that has a tremendous amount of experience in, in consulting. And so I I know a lot of our listeners are, you know, early in their stage startups or whatever, but you and I just stepped on an elevator, we're going about fourteen floors. So yep. 
what's what's one or two in these next this elevator ride we're going right now for for the next minute yep. tell me talk to me the listener and say here's one or two sage pieces of advice i don't care what you're doing in the entrepreneurial space but these two things are pillars know these two things and do these two things yeah if you don't know your customer and you don't know the problem that you're solving mm. all the other stuff is is pointless to be working on this yet and I think a lot of people get lost. Um, they get lost in the weeds and they get lost in all the cool stuff. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all my social marketing. I'm gonna build this marketing engine. I'm gonna do like, what are you selling? Fancy website. Yep. Yeah, you can. You can. So we get all caught up in the things to make it look like we're successful. But at the end of the day, until you have people that are begging you to buy what it is that you're offering, you don't have a business. Mm. You have an idea. So get to that point. I would say get to that point and try to like delay selling to some degree. Um, you know, not not to ridiculous amount, but right. you know, you want to get to the point where you have enough people like saying like, "How can I buy? How can I buy? How can I buy?" When, and when you get to there, then you're finally ready to start working on optimizing the systems and processes, and working on your sales funnel, and making sure you're not losing people, and and working on your keywords and all that kind of stuff. But wow. until you really know, like, there's this. There's this whole group of people, and you can put names and faces and personas to them, and they all have this particular problem that they're trying to deal with. Like until you've really, until you're there, you know, you're just you're just wasting time and energy and all these other things. And uh, you know, moving fast and be willing to. <clears throat> I have to be cautious how I would describe it. Um, we're getting close to 414. I know. We're uh, so just just move quickly. You know, don't worry about all of the pivot. You know, go out, yeah. find people, pivot, find find the opportunity, and 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 meet the need as quickly as you can, and learn from it, and realize that first the first few customers are definitely not going to be your ideal customer yep. most likely, and you're going to learn through that process, and it's completely all right. That refers back to to point number one, actually. You know, it's it's because knowing your customer is a process. I mean, it's not a, it's not, it's a, it's a dynamic uh, measure. It's not necessarily a static measure. Yeah. It's not a snap. It's a, it's it's a movie. Discovery. It's not a snapshot. So yeah, absolutely. Evan, buddy, thank you so much for taking time tonight and uh, just give us a little quick snapshot back into your life and uh, recapping, you know, six months from now. And, and uh, man, I hope to, to uh, capture you again in the next, next uh, few months and, and have you back on the show. It's always a pleasure to, to cross paths with you and and i love the way you you wrapped it up with that um i mean just you know let me reiterate what he said he said know your customer or you really don't have a business really yeah. know your customer or you really don't have a business i mean that is that is incredibly sage advice and once again i appreciate you uh just taking the time and and uh helping our listeners and and speaking into so many different things and in, in, in your first interview and or the first conversation and this one as well and just helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Evan, thanks again. Absolutely.